Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You know, in this time, in this season, we have to be like a child. We have to be simple. We have to be trusting in God. We have to learn how to walk with God in trust and even crawl up in his lap, even ask him to carry us and to, and to hold us and to sustain us with, with his peace. But we also have to be willing to go to people that we wouldn't normally go to, to go to people that we wouldn't normally deal with because of the love of God that's in our hearts. Boy, there's been a lot going on these days. This is Pastor Brad Morgan of New Life Beginnings Church. Just wanted to uh, minister a word, and uh, I'm calling this word observations for this time. Father, I just ask you to bless this word. I ask you to anoint it. I ask you to use it to touch people's lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalms 131.1 says, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty, neither do I concern myself with great matters. That word concern means to walk in, nor with things too, too profound for me. The word profound means difficult. You know, David was a king, and, and he had a lot of people that he had to deal with. You know, as I look at this first verse, I think that David was was saying, I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm not going to take on things that I don't have the grace to take on. Verse 2, it says, Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. I'm going to um, trust I'm going to be like a child. And you know, a child will naturally trust uh, until he's taught differently. He'll, tr- he'll trust what his parents say or parent. or He just, he's willing to trust. And David said, I want to be like that, that child. And then he said in verse 3, O Israel, hope in the Lord. And boy, that's something we need today. Hope is confident expectation of good. Hosea chapter 2 says that God will turn the valley of Acre into a door of hope. And and in that door, the valley, Acre means trouble, the valley of trouble into a door of hope. And there in that door of hope, you'll sing again. And there in that door of hope, you'll see God give you back your uh, vineyards. That's a wonderful promise. So if you're walking through trouble, God says he'll he'll turn it. If you turn towards him, he'll he'll turn it. He'll turn it into a door of hope and and there you'll be able to sing, able to rejoice. You'll be able to praise God. And as you praise God, he 
he says he'll give you back your vineyards. In Luke 18, 15 through 17, it talks about the children. Then they also brought infants to him that he might touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked him. That's something. The disciples tried to keep the children from coming to Jesus. But Jesus called them to him. I like that. But Jesus called them to him and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Uh, Jesus said you can only enter the kingdom as a child. The kingdom is God's way of doing things. The kingdom is on earth as it is in heaven. He said, I want to teach you how to walk in the kingdom. And I want to teach you how to just trust me. I want to teach you how to even crawl in my lap. You know, the Lord says if we'll do that, 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 he, that he'll uphold us. You know, there's sometimes that we, some seasons that we're in where we need God just to carry us. And God's willing to do this. It says, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. But if you do receive it as a little child, then you'll be able to enter it. So, so David said, I don't concern myself with matters that are too high, matters that are too difficult, but I concern myself with the things that you've called me to do, the things that you've called me to be, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these different situations and I'm going to learn to trust you even as a child. I'm going to learn to crawl into your lap and I'm going to learn to have a little talk with Jesus. First Peter 2, 2 through 3 says, As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. That word tasted means to experience. If you've experienced God being gracious in your life, that word gracious means that which is useful, pleasant, good, comfortable, suitable, and serviceable. Gracious means to, to be serviceable. If we've tasted that the Lord is gracious, we'll be able to be serviceable to other people. We'll be able to walk in humility. We'll be able to walk in love and in kindness. Psalms 138, 7 through 8 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. Verse 8, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Aren't you glad about that? That the mercy of God endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. It says, when we walk in trouble, God will revive me. Then he'll perfect. That word perfect means, one meaning of perfect is to bring to an end. So in this time when we're walking through trouble, when we're walking through an unsettling time, when we're when we're walking through a time where it's harder to get our to get our bearings, God says I'm going to bring some things to an end 
some things that have not been good, some things that have been destructive, but also some things that just it's the season for doing that particular thing is over. But also God says, even in the midst of trouble, I'm going to perfect that which concerns you. So the things that you've been believing me for, the things that you've been trusting me for, you're going to see a vindication for those things. So God wants to bring an open vindication. In this season, if we've been put to shame openly, God says he wants to vindicate us openly. He wants to vindicate us where other people can see. And now I want to go to Luke 10, 29 through 37. I want to go to the story of the Good Samaritan. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? You know, first this lawyer asked Jesus what he needed to do to inherit eternal life. And Jesus told him, You need to love me with everything that's in you. And then you need to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, these two commands... We can't do these commands without the Lord in our lives. But when the Lord comes to live in our lives, Hebrews talks about the fact that he writes the commands of God on the tablets of our heart. So in verse 30 it said, Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. I'll tell you what, sometimes you walk through some things or the enemy gets in and the enemy wrecks havoc and uh, you wonder, uh, sometimes you wonder if you'll ever recover from that. But um, the good part of recovery is that God will send people to us or God will cause us to be the people to other people. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levi, when he arrived at the palace, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. A certain Samaritan as he journeyed. It says he had compassion. Now compassion, I believe compassion is something that is birthed out of life's experiences. That's why God says a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, he will not despise. And so in his journey, the Samaritan had learned to have compassion. And, uh, you know, the Samaritans were half-breeds. They were, in the Jewish eyes, they were not uh, worth a whole lot. But it said this certain compassion, this certain Samaritan, see, he chose to reject his identity that wasn't based on the Word of God. And I think that's something we have to do this hour. We have to reject our identity that's not based on the Word of God. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. That's what God wants to do. God wants to use us 
to pour on oil and to pour on wine on other people. And we can only pour out to other people that which we've experienced ourselves. And he set him on his own animal. I love that. He set him on his own animal. Now, you know, there could be several meanings to this. Uh, This could mean that he set him on the animal that the Samaritan owned. It could mean that he set him on the animal that that the guy owned. But it also could mean, I think another meaning is, as far as in life, is he set him on his own animal. In other words, he loved this person. He chose to love this person so well that he was able to impart life into this person, and then he was able to help this person to discover the voice of God and for that person to begin to discover his destiny. And so he set him on his own animal. He didn't try to make him like he was. And then it says after he sent him on his own animal, he brought him to an inn and took care of him. And that's the local church. The local church is a, is a, it's a hospital for people. It's a hospital for people to recover. And uh, it's interesting because this man chose to love, he had money for provision. He had money to take care of people. On the next day when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will pay you. So which of these three do you think was a neighbor to him who fell among the thorns? And he said, he who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. You know, in this time, in this season, we have to be like a child. We have to be simple. We have to be trusting in God. We have to learn how to walk with God in trust and even crawl up in his lap, even ask him to carry us and to, and to hold us and to sustain us with with his peace. But we also have to be willing to go to people that we wouldn't normally go to, to go to people that we wouldn't normally deal with because of the love of God that's in our hearts. And then that then to be able to invest in those people, to be able to help those people find what God had for them in their life and set them on their own animal. And we need to be those that show mercy. And maybe in our lives we've been as a Samaritan. Maybe we've not been valued. Maybe we've not been loved. But God says, I want you not to take the, that identity, but I want you to take my identity, which says you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that I love you with an everlasting love, and that I have great plans for your life. Maybe you're listening to this message and you've never opened up your heart to Jesus. You've never given your life to Christ. You've never told Jesus, hey, I want to serve you. I want to live for you. I want to follow you. So 
So I just encourage you to pray this prayer along with me. Just pray and say, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. And today I admit that I need you and that I've not been walking with you. But I want to walk with you. I want to ask you, Jesus, to come into my life and change me and forgive me and make me into the kind of man or woman you want me to be. And Jesus, I also ask you to fill me with the Holy Spirit, to fill me and to, and to overthrow and to overflowing. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast. The best is yet to come wherever you get your podcasts. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I came from a low-income family that was, that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.